Recorded in the studios at Mad Sky and Associates at 125 West Sunbridge Drive in Fayetteville. Produced by Brian Dean, it is time for the fastest hour in high school sports. This is the Ox and Oz Show. And now, here's your host, Mr. Jeff Oxford and Coach Randy Osnes. Hey, I want to welcome everybody to the Ox and Oz Show. I'm Jeff Oxford, joined by my good buddy, Coach Randy Osnes. Coach, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Great day. The sun finally came out, and uh, you know it's that time of the year, springtime. Here we go. Coach, it rained all day. Oh, hey, it may have rained all day, but we got outside at about 1:40 and, uh, and practiced till about 3:30. Went inside, did a little pitching and catching. By the time we came out, the sun was shining. I'm so glad to hear you're not complaining. Not at all. Brian I, I, Dean. I, I can't remember a day that I complained. Complain, Brian. Have you ever heard me complain? Uh, can I plead the fifth on this? <laughs> Brian Dean, how you doing, man? Hot man, and Jeff, I am doing great. Fired up. Why you fired up, man? More than one reason. One, one March Madness is here. I mean, basketball tournaments galore. You got state finals coming up. You got the SEC tournament uh, right around the corner starting today, I think it is. And baseball, se- uh, baseball and softball seasons got kicked off, and soccer seasons in full go. Got the little kids playing soccer and little kids playing baseball and softball. So fired yeah. up, man! It's been a, it's been an exciting last couple of weeks. Well, you're right. I think Coach Ozzie. I think his softball team played Friday night. I think you played Brian, didn't you? I played Brian on Friday night. Yeah, it's. Uh, if you that, want to say played. Well, hey, let me tell you, it was it was a lot of fun. It was kind of a, a pleasant surprise. They uh, they came out and played exceptionally well, and we got the win that night. <laughs> One team played, the other one. Yeah. Coach, you hit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. How many home runs you hit, Coach? Uh, no, I didn't hit any. But now Kelly Stout hit two. Uh, Carson Griggs hit one. Yeah. I think we had 13 hits on the night. Kids hit the ball extremely well. Bats are juiced, Coach. That's what it is. 16 to 6. So 16 Brian. to 6. It, was, it wasn't that way in the first three innings, boys. They made us look silly. <laughs> And the great thing about playing good teams like that early in the season, get the opportunity to figure out, hey, this is what we need to work on. Right. And those are definitely some of the things that we worked on at practice today. We are going to get outside whether it's raining or not, and we were going to work on some of those things. But uh, it was a good time. So we got, we got a lot to go through. No, no guests tonight. But what we got, we're gonna, we got a little wrestling. We're going to start off with some wrestling, and then we're going to recap some uh, state tournaments in basketball. And we're going to talk big about basketball, especially yes. about those Farmington Lady Cardinals boys. Six o'clock Friday night, Hot Springs Convention Center. What's because, going on down there, Coach? Uh, be the state championship game. We're, oh, okay. We are okay. definitely playing against Star City. Yeah. Had the opportunity to see Star City and PA play, and uh, boys, let me tell you, it, it's going to be a, a good time there. Six o'clock Friday night. I hope all the folks in Farmington, everybody in Northwest Arkansas, load up and let's go to Hot yeah, Springs. Absolutely. That's a rematch of the 2012 state championship with Star City. Star City come out on top on that one. Yes, so. they do. All right, Coach, let's start off with some wrestling. You know, they had the uh, the Arkansas High School Wrestling Meet of Champions. And, you know, we, we talked to Nika West here, you know, guys who talked to him a couple times. Right. And the big thing was is, you know, this is the first year for girls. And, and now all of a sudden you have the girls overall Meet of Champions. And we'll just run down through here and kind of name some names and, and, some, and some, you know, where they're from. Uh, Ember Smith, a mom L defeated Rosalind Amaya from Searcy. Uh, Maddie Lincoln from Searcy defeated Cassie Candidate from Little Rock Central. Mackenzie Clark from Searcy defeated April Stanley of Fable. Uh, Kendall Bankston from Little Rock Central defeated Trinity Danaberry Searcy. And then Ivana Elliott from Sylvan Hills defeated Harley Seymour from Searcy. Boys, I'm telling you, I mean, you know, we talked about that as far as, you know, the girls' first year, and then next thing you know, uh, we have a meet of champions for the women. That, that's pretty cool yeah, stuff, of course. Cool, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. So, where was that? Where did you say that was at? That was at the Maybe Gymnasium, University of Ozarks. You guys familiar with that gym? I have been in that gym. I have too. We uh, we went down there for the state championship years ago. Well, maybe it was a regional championship. Maybe that's what it was. But back then, we could load up in a couple buses with two or three coaches on each one, put kids from every grade on it. Go down there, have plenty of newspapers, plenty of air horns. I mean, you name it, we had it. And we could teach those kids on the way, this is how we're going to cheer during this basketball game. Right. Can't do that anymore, boys. We'll talk about that, I'm sure, when we get to basketball. But uh, how the AAA has kind of, you know, put the squash on some of that stuff. And the boys uh, in the 106-pound division, Zane Lewis from Springdale High defe- defeated uh, Wade Wolf from Lake Hamilton. Uh, 113-pound Charles Easterling from Bentonville West defeated 
Caleb Record. Caleb Record from Berryville. That's what's neat about this overall. You take a young man like uh, Easterling from Bentonville West, who never during the season, I imagine, you know, played against or wrestled against Berryville kids. That's, that's pretty cool in this meet of champions. Then you move down to the 120-pound weight class. You have Tyler Holmes of Bentonville West, defeated Braxton Beach of Russellville, 9-6. 126-pound Caleb Winston of Greenbrier defeated Peter Henry of Springdale High. 132-pound Braden Phillips of Glen Rose defeated Ethan Bevel of Little Rock Christian. And then you have in the 138-pound division, Rodney Phillips of Glen Rose defeated Jackson Smith, Little Rock, uh, Little Rock Catholic. 145-pound division, Cody Price from Russellville defeated Daryl Easterling of Bentonville West. 152-pound, Brady Stafford from Bentonville West defeated Cody Crutchfield, excuse me, Crutchmer from Lake Hamilton. 160-pound, Jason Arnold from Greenwood defeated Gavin Goddard from Shallow Christian. 170-pound division, Vincent Bryant from Little Rock Central, Central defeated Lucas Hankins of Shiloh. 182-pound division, Joseph Delk of Searcy defeated Matthew Hug from PA. 195-pound division, Charlie March of Rogers Heritage defeated Eduardo Mancella from Searcy. And then Jermaine Taylor from Little Rock Central defeated Tyler Crosno from Greenwood. And then DeMarco Whittier from Searcy defeated Colton Record of Berryville, 285-pound division, 5-0. That'd be a lot of wrestling. That's a lot of wrestling, boys. Yeah. So, a lot of wrestling. Congratulations to all them, uh, all the, all them, them kids, and and obviously, I mean, those are all the folks that won the state and their respective groups, uh, weight groups, and whatnot. So, I just think the the meat of champs, whether it's track or whether it's wrestling like this, or boys, we talked about basketball back in the day mm. when you had the overall. Uh, that's really neat stuff. We get the opportunity, you know, these guys. You can be from any classification. And if you won, you made yeah. it through this and you invited this. That, that's a really cool deal. Coach, uh, we're, we're going to talk basketball here in a minute. But I'm telling you right now, can you imagine? We got to see Magnolia play. Oh, you yeah. Know, Magnolia and Little Rock Mills because both of them was up here in the, in the, uh, the, the 4A state tournament. But could you imagine? I would love to see. Whichever one of those teams wins that, play whoever wins between Conway and Little Rock. That would be yeah. awesome. You know, and, and then they and used it, to do that. Well, yeah. it's just like you know, in the one eight boys, Nevada and Izzard County. I mean, I don't, I haven't had the opportunity to see one of those teams play. Maybe they're just as good as some of these other schools. Right. You know, who knows? But to see that as an overall, and, and to see who comes out of that as far as that tournament, that's pretty cool yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, and to take it to the other side. I'm pretty partial, and I think you guys are too. How cool would it be to see our Farmington girls play against, I don't know, Bentonville? <laughs> That'd be fun. I mean, I think oh. it'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> I think it'd be a lot of fun. You oh. think maybe I might not too much there, but, hey, oh. I'm sure Brad Johnson figured out a way to double down. Yeah. Oh. There you go. There it, you go. He would at least make it entertaining for as long as he could. Hey, Coach Johnson, I'm on your side. Now, you hear these boys kind of wobbling over here. No, I'm, just, I'm not wobbling. I'm just, I think it'd be I think it'd be fun, and I think it'd be entertaining. I don't it know. would be a contrast of styles. It would. Let's and, run. And Let's Farmington run. would yeah. have to run it. Well, we're going to. They'd have to run it to, to, to stand a chance. I'm more concerned with Farmington versus Star City. No, we right know now. that. I know that. I know you that. Know. And we all know that. Yeah, I'm jumping yeah. ahead, but we're talking about this. Yeah. That's good stuff. You know, it, it would be nice if they could bring that back. And I know the problem they, they faced in the past was how long the seasons were. Yeah. But, you know, when you, when you have teams like this and, and you wish you could kind of go ahead and see that comparison. And I know you can't do it in football. I mean, we, we know right. that numbers-wise you right. can't do it. But in hoops, in baseball, in softball, in wrestling, in, in golf we do it. I mean, right. that, there's some – I don't know. It would be mean, really we, nice. We, we, we you talking extra extra six teams playing – Oh, you could do it in three days if, like, if, like you do you know, a state tournament. Yeah. yeah. I mean, talking three extra games. Well, you're looking for a facility and who's willing to put it on. Kind of, kind of the same thing oh that, that we dealt with this last week. I mean, that's, you know. Right. Hey, boys, if we can put them in the right locker rooms, then, you know, if we got security there, we can take money. Hospitality room doesn't have to happen, but right. if it does, the three of us enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Well, I'd say we can, have, we can host this sucker. Farmington. There you go. Yep. There yep. you go. Especially if Bobby Wilson and Bagnazzi is involved. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kelly Sharp. Yeah, those guys. Exactly. That's good stuff. So let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll, we'll start talking about basketball. We'll be right back. Make sure to stay tuned to the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. Everyone knows that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, so if you're in need of a jump start to your day, 
swing on by Bradley's Donuts at 56 Yukon Way, Suite Number 6 in Farmington. Bradley's is open Monday through Thursday from 5 a.m. to 12 p.m. and Friday through Sunday from 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. At Bradley's, we have all that you can want from donuts, kolaches, breakfast sandwiches and burritos, to coffee, smoothies, sodas, and much more. Swing on by Bradley's Donuts for your breakfast or midday snack needs and let them know that the Ox and Oz podcast sent you. You can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct-to-garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. Print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. Are you pressed for time and need something to eat? Look no further than Simple Simon's Pizza right here in Farmington. Located at 56 Yukon Way right behind the First Security Bank, Simple Simon's Pizza is open Sunday through Thursday from 11 to 9 and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 10. If you're really hungry, stop on by during their lunch buffet times of 11 to 2, 7 days a week and a family night dinner buffet every Tuesday from 5 to 8. Armed with various styles of pizza, salad, and calzones, Simple Simon's Pizza has something for everyone. Simple Simon's Pizza is a proud supporter of the Ox and Oz podcast. When you go see them, tell them Ox and Oz sent you. With high school sports from all around Northwest Arkansas, the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. Welcome everybody back to the Ox and Oz Show. I'm Jeff Oxford, Coach Randy Osnes, Coach. Now we get to talk some basketball. Well, uh, we, you know, we kind of hit up on it to begin with. Of course, we're all pumped and excited because you know our girls are in it. You know, this Friday night at Hot Springs Convention Center, six o'clock. Uh, just trying to let everybody know if you can get the opportunity to get down there. It's a great time. Uh, you know, two game sessions, and then they kick everybody out and they roll back in for two more games. And uh, you know, starts on Thursday and it goes Friday and then Saturday starting at noon and it runs through the last four games. So, yeah, exciting time, a great end to a good season. One of the coolest things that I think is transpiring, parents cannot blame it on kids being in school now from Farmington. Do what now? I'm kind of confused. Parents can't say, well, I can't go. I, my my child's in school until 3.05. Yeah, because Oxford being on the school board, he, he helped us out. He got us out of school out, early. Let us out at three at one thirty. Yeah. I mean, hey, you can't – taking away excuses. He's here for us, isn't he? He is. He is here for us. He's been hanging around You're with Coach Harper for a while. You're welcome. <laughs> Who is not here for us? Who says he is? <laughs> So, Coach, who's, uh, who's in it for the 6A boys? 6A boys is Central and Conway, and and that's Saturday evening at 745. Uh, have you had the opportunity to see either one of them play this year? No. I know I, know I have not. No, I was, I was I had to think back, but no, I have not. But, you know, Little Rock Central beat Fort Smith Northside, which, you know. Always good team. Yes, and, you know, they've got a young man that's signed with the Razorbacks and another one that's probably going to sign with them here's Next year, so well, I saw where it had been a while since Central had been in the state yep. championship game. So they beat they they won forty to thirty seven, and then uh, Conway Conway beat Federal fifty five to forty eight. So you know Brad Stamps and his crew uh, made it to the semifinals. Congratulations, Coach Stamps. That's a great year. Very uh, good year. You know I know bunch. I know he was uh, he was disappointed and upset on that, but uh, man, that's when you're one of the last four standing. That's that's something. You know what? No, oh, I mean it's it's a great feeling. I know for those kids to work as hard as they may not understand it now, but as they roll along, get a little bit older. Hey, we made state semifinals, had a good bunch that year, and, and got the opportunity to play against some great players. All right, what about the girls? Girls, two Northwest Arkansas teams are going to battle it out again for what probably the third time this year. Bentonville will play Fable at six o'clock Saturday night. Bentonville took on Conway. I believe they beat them eighty-one to fifty-nine. But here was probably one of the top five or six games of, of the state semifinals. 
was Fayetteville versus uh, Northside, 55 to 53. Co you know, Coach Smith always does a great job. And uh, who? And Coach Smith, Northside, been oh, there for yeah, a long yeah, time. Yeah, long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were still talking about Coach Bobby Smith when he's coaching oh, Federal. He ain't no. coached Federal in a long no. time, man. And I would never give Coach Bobby no, Smith any no, props. No. Hey, no, I'm a big fan of Coach Rimmer, but I, yeah, God yeah. bless Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <good> guy. <laughs> so, congratulations to, to Federal and Benville. That's going to be a great game. This this was so funny. I mean, you know, people – I see – See things. I seen things on Twitter last week, you know, about people talking about having to come to Farmington and play somebody that they're seven miles from, you know. But here, here's here's two schools there. They're they're going to travel three and a half hours to play, you know, and they're fifteen to twenty minutes from each yeah. other. That's very true. Yeah. And that's uh, you know, gosh, oh my, look, look at the talent that will be on the floor when those oh, two teams yeah. play. Oh, I, that's right. And that's that's what makes this basketball tournament so awesome is when you get down there, now they'll, they'll break them into sessions. And so, <clears throat> like the uh, 1A, let's take the 1A. The 1A that plays on Thursday, um, you'll have the girls and the boys. That'll be session one. And then when that game's over, they clear everybody out. And then doors open back up at five for, for the 2A girls and boys, which that game starts at six. So, you know, you goes in twos. And they should be they should be used to the fans of uh, all these schools should be used to this because this is exactly what we did. Yep. You know, hosting the state tournament up here at Farmington. You know, after that first session on on Saturday, cleared the yep. gym. You know, there's about a three hour uh, time in between, clean everything up, and then go again for that late session. Yep. All right. So five A. Five A and the boys. Well, I tell you what. Let's go back. We we talked about this because. We said earlier, actually it was two weeks ago, we started picking teams. Right. Let's pick this. I mean, 6A boys, who do you guys have, Central or Conway? I have, let me see who I marked here. I have Central. I have Central. Brian? Conway. No, of course. Bentonville girls, Federal girls. Man, I hey, I, I'm like you. I, I'm, a big, I'm a big Vic Rimmer fan, and, and I, I, I love Federal. I got to go with Bentonville. <laughs> what do you think, Brian? I, you know, I think I think uh, I think Fayetteville actually lost bo both times to Bentonville, and I think the third time is going to be the charm for them. So you're going with Fayetteville? I, I'm going to go Fayetteville. So so we have Ox with Bentonville, and uh, and you with Fayetteville. Gosh, I mean, I, I, Coach Rimmer, great guy, does a tremendous job. Known him since the days of Shiloh, um, but you know, Bentonville. Be honest with you, I went to school with Coach Hallmeyer. Good guy, good team, very good talent. Uh, I'm gonna pass on this one. I'll let you guys fight this one out. You're not gonna pick. <laughs> I can't pick on this. You I like them both. I like Hallmeyer. I like Vic. This was your idea. Oh my you goodness. You gotta pick. No, I don't know. You gotta pick. Okay, so Federal in the first half, Bentonville in the second. <laughs> <laughs> I just think Dobbs too much. I just think she's. Her, her, I don't know. She every time I've seen her play. She just she's phenomenal, and I know yeah. Beck, and I know Goforth for Fevel, great players, but I'm going with Benville. I am, Coach Rimmer. I'm sorry, I'm going with Benville. And here, here's the thing. Here's the thing about it. I mean, the, both of those games could be toss-ups. There's no doubt about it. I mean, they're, they're four quality teams that are playing in both of those teams. I mean, both of those games, and I mean, very easily could see that game going. Both games going either direction. Just because we're picking one team doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, we don't love that other school um, or listen their coaches to you, Listen or to whatever, him try to rationalize this whole thing. No, yeah. I thought saying, we were just we're picking, just picking teams. I'm sorry. Think gonna hey. win. We ain't going to send Christmas cards. <laughs> he's, the, he's the one that's all getting We're just picking them. Oh, we're going to win. It sounded like we needed some kind of, you know, I don't know, therapy. They're going not going to hate us. I'm just saying, I think Benville going to beat Federal. I like Federal. Federal got a lot of good pieces. So right now, you and I both have – the same, yeah. and then he's going opposite. Yep. So let's move to five A boys, West Memphis and Jacksonville. I mean, I haven't had the opportunity to see either one of them play. I've read a little bit about each of them. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a West Memphis. I can guy. tell you this: I, I seen I seen Maumel play this year, mm -hmm. and West Memphis beat Maumel by 16 in oh, the wow. semifinals. Uh, Jacksonville beat Marion, which Marion's a very good team. Beat right. them by one. I know nothing about Jacksonville or Marion, but I do know Maumel. I'm going with West Memphis. I'm the same way, That's Brian. So all three of us, we're going to actually block this one right here, that we actually pick the same, which means Jacksonville will win that one. 
Okay. <laughs> Five A girls, and we know a lot about one of these teams. Uh, you know, Greenwood, uh, Coach Clay Reeves, and yeah. of course you have Nettleton with uh, with you know the young lady last name Eaton who uh, you know just lights everybody up. Uh, that's going to be a great game. What do you think about it, Ox? Well, uh, I made no secrets about it. I'm a Lana Eaton fan. I think she's going to be a great Razorback. Uh, they beat you know our our friend uh, down at Mountain Home. Dell Leonard in the semifinals, which I think I think Mountain Home would beat them twice already this year. But they uh, they come out. Dell's team hit a wall. You know, I mean, they just they picked the wrong night to 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 miss some shots. You know. Well, he and, came through that tournament. I mean, yeah. he made it to the quarters. You know, and, uh, and and did a great job. We're actually semifinals. Semifinals got beat. And yeah, got beat by Nettleton in the semis. Yeah. And, and and we talked to Dell actually after uh, it was the uh, the podcast last week. Yeah. And he was pretty fired up, pretty excited about his bunch. He, you know, Dell always does a great job. Yeah. So Nettleton beat Mountain Home in the semifinals by 19. Greenwood beat a very good Little Rock Christian team, 51 to 43 by eight. I don't think you will find very many coaches that, uh, and, and there's a lot of good ones out there, but Clay Reeves usually has something up his sleeve. Uh, if I'm, 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 I'm gonna have to go with Greenwood. So, Ox has Greenwood. Isn't this a rematch of last year's semifinal game as well? I don't know. I, I, I'm thinking it is. and I don't know. I, I'd like to see Greenwood Greenwood pull it off, but I think Eaton's going to end up being too much. And uh, so, I'm going to go Nettleton. I know this is going to be hard for you to believe, but I'm actually going to agree with you. I mean, I, I believe Eaton, you know, just sounds like to me she's on a roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she just – it's kind of like the Ford kid for Magnolia. Hey, boys, when we need it, just tell me, and yeah. I'll take over. Yep. And I know Clay does a tremendous job, and he and he's a lot, like a lot of these guys, very methodical. He's going to have a great game plan, but boys. Let me tell you, I, I think Eaton, from what I've seen and what I've heard, she does something special. So I'm going to Nettleton. Okay, yep. next week when we come in, y'all just remember. I'll, I'm going to remember I'll say, that we'll have discussion. We'll we'll have this. Remember we can play it back, I guess, if we discussion. need to. <laughs> We're going to have to. So you took you took Greenwood. I did. And. Uh, and Dean and I took Nettleton. Yep. All right, moving down to uh, 4A boys, Magnolia and Mills. Holy moly. Whew. This is like the fourth time, right? Haven't they already uh, played three times this year? Uh, I think they have. I think that's what I read, and I think that's what the, somebody had said during the tournament. Yep. And and there again, uh, young man forward, just, you know, when it's time, just flip the switch. There we go, boys. And he's, and he's soft, right? Is he a soft or a junior? Uh, I think he is a sophomore. I can tell you, I mean, extremely that whole team. Very athletic, very long. Can jump out of the gym. Yep. Uh, I mean, very disciplined. You know, watching them run their sets and, and how they play defensively also. Uh, I'm a big Magnolia fan, so I'm, I'm, I'm going with Magnolia. You know, I got, uh, I got to watch both of those teams play in multiple games. And Little Rock Mills, they may be smaller in stature. But they can – I mean, they can play way above the rim. And I, I, I think one of the coolest plays for me was towards the end of the end of their first game or maybe it was the end of the semifinal game. They showboated a little bit and tossed the ball up and it went down right as the buzzer. I mean, just hammered it home. And oh, that was the one I where mean, the guy was looking down in the goal, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I can't think of his name number five. Uh, yep. 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 There you go. You're exactly right. But I, I, I do think that uh, there's something about Magnolia that I just I, – I, I've got to go Magnolia. Well, there's something you're talking about Magnolia is them three outstanding sophomores they have. That's very true. <laughs> you know, but Mills is no chump change either. No, I think it'll be a tight you know, contest. But, uh, I don't – you know, if this, this is one of those games that, uh, boys, if you want to see – Ten outstanding athletes on the floor at the same time. Neither one of these teams throws a guy out there six five, six six, six seven. Right. They're all these six two, six three guys, long rangey, athletic. Um, was Magnolia is scary, but here's what's real scary about them: is the majority of that team will be back for two more years. Here's what here's what's amazing after after us hosting the state tournament and watching some of these great athletes, these great teams is how small the floor becomes when you have two really, really athletic yeah. teams playing against each other mm-hmm. and how fast the game becomes. I mean, it's and it happens on the girls' side, too. Yeah. But let me tell you, when both these two teams played, 
Boy, the, the floor just looks small. Uh, 94 feet became 32. And, and when they're playing defense, you yeah. know, they overplay, and, and you're trying to go back door on them because of their length and, and you know, their reach. It, it's just amazing. Yep. So, yeah. All right, I'm taking Magnolia. I think we're all in, all in favor right there, all three of us, Magnolia. And the game of the week, as far as we are concerned, Farmington Girls, Star City, 6 o'clock Friday afternoon. This is easy. <laughs> so, we're, we're, we're all going farm town, boys. Star yeah. City no longer comes out undefeated. No. Coach, I want to talk a little bit about the semifinal game there, Farmington and Batesville. Man. You know, Cardinals, Cardinals win by 12. Um, but Higginbottom from – from uh, from Batesville. Batesville, coach. She has ten at halftime. She ends up the game with thirty nine. She's unconscious there in the last and, three and, minutes. Yeah. You know, and I kept as 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 we was broadcasting the game. I kept telling Kirk, you know, we talked about it on air that there's not enough time. If you make free throws at two minutes, there's not enough time. If they continue to make threes, you make free throws. There's not enough possessions to make up 12 points um, but what that young lady did in that in that fourth quarter the last four minutes of that ball game is one of the best individual performances I've ever seen out of a female basketball player uh, and, and coach it was shooting off one leg off the glass dribble in you know pulling up from three it was all over well, it wasn't just her shots either I mean I from where I was standing down there in the in the, the walk up uh, at the far end of the floor, as she would take the ball from the, from being inbounded and going down the floor, she's leaning into a defender, yep. trying to draw a foul when she's jumping up there, be, you know, beyond the arc. Mm -hmm. It's just how knowledgeable of the game she is and how heads up she plays. She's a phenomenal player, boys. Farmington did a great job of staying between her and the goal, and every shot she took within. 15, 16 foot, every one of them was contested. There wasn't a single shot, except there was one time she got a layup, but every shot she took was contested. And she was just she was just a great shooter. And then Star City, of course, beat Pulaski Academy 55 to 53, and that, that was a, a great ball game. This is a rematch from 2012 of Farmington and Star City, and Star City won that one. Um, you know, it's going, it's going to be a great ball game. I think... Uh, I think Farmington baseball was an excellent ball game. Both two teams playing at an extremely high level. Oh, I agree. Uh, there's no doubt, and uh, and that was a, that was a fun game to watch. The Star City PA game was a good game to watch, um, but the athletes that were on the floor during that Farmington baseball game that that was you know McKenna Van Zant, yep. the Higginbotham kid. I mean, and you had you know you can go down the line as far as the Farmington kids, and, and that's the thing about Farmington. And the girls that we have, how tough is it in the 4A to match up when you go 5'8", 5'9", 5'10", 5'8", 5'9"? I mean, there's just, it's, there no. were matchup problems for a lot of people. Well, Coach, down the stretch, Farmington hit like 14 of 16 free throws. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. You, you looked up at the end of the game, McKenna Van Zant, 20 points. Trinity Johnson, 20 points. Uh, Kersey. 19 points. Yeah, we were balanced. We were balanced you know, throughout the lineup. And, and, Cole Pepper and, had 16, I think. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it was just – it was an incredible display of basketball. And what makes that so tough is I can remember playing in a game that was important like that where, boys, it's done. You're done. This is your last game. And to go out and for everybody to perform at that level – that's 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 kind of a rarity, Coach. That's very true, and they, it, you know, you always say, well, home court advantage gives you ten points. Was I told somebody that that game, the atmosphere, the amount of people, so on. The only other time we've had that many people in the arena was graduation. <laughs> now there was a lot of folks there for the Magnolia game that came in right after hours. A lot of Star City yeah. folks stuck around, and and a few Farmington folks stuck around. But I've never heard the arena that loud. Because there's never been that many people in there at once to watch a basketball game. Right. But the way our kids responded, you could tell it was just, this is every day. This is what we do, and this yeah. is how we do it. And that's uh, – it's just so enjoyable from a coaching standpoint to watch kids that, you know, at this time of the year, we understand where everybody's going to be. We could almost you, do this, our eyes closed. Yeah. You, hear, you hear people say it was a heavyweight – it was a heavyweight match. And Farmington come out and hit them hard in the first yeah. quarter. You know, at one time you're up 13, 14, 15, and 
here, here they come. They come back and they cut it, cut it to four at one time, and then Farmington responds. So every team, every time Farmington would stretch it out, baseball would cut it back. Every time baseball would cut into the lead, somebody would hit a big three and stretch it back out. You know, it was just punch after punch after punch. It was a great atmosphere and it was a great ball game. It was a good ball game. And besides the fact and kind of getting away from the game a little bit, the amount of people that I saw. Uh, from back in the day, you know, the old Farmington fans, you know, the people that, you know, hey, we're in the state semifinals, we're coming to watch our kids, we're coming to watch the kids in the community. Saw so many folks there, whether, whether it be the mayor, whether it be, you know, somebody working out, you know, down here at Simple Simons or wherever it may be. Right. Everybody turned out for the game. And, in fact, Mike Capshaw wrote on Twitter, you missed out on an opportunity to rob every bank in Farmington because everybody yeah. was at the arena, including the Farmington PD. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a great atmosphere. It was a good time. And, and it wouldn't just – the community. I mean, it was basketball lovers. I mean, and I sent you the text about Anthony Hicks, former Razorback, being here. And he sat through the entire session on Saturday, both sessions. And, and I was like, dude, what are you doing here? He goes, coming to enjoy basketball. Yeah. And I was like, wow. And he was half tempted. He goes, if it wasn't for the Magnolia Mills game after our girls game, he was going to drive over to, to Bryant and watch those games over there and then come back and try to catch the very last game. Well, not only that, from hosting uh, the state tournament, you look across the floor, and there was one section there where there's about 20 to 30 coaches, yeah. former basketball coaches, yep. and it's like Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, yeah, exactly. Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. That's cool stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we saw, you know, we, we got to see a bunch of them. Yeah. You know, Co Coach Sandy Wright, Coach Barry, all them, all them guys. Betty you know, Burge, I mean, yes. like, yeah. Matt you know, Zimmerman and, and Betty, Betty was there for every game, yes. you know, and – yeah, Coach Zimmerman was there. It's Queen always good Gro to see him. Queen so. Grovey was there, too. Yeah. And, and, you know, <laughs> going back to Higginbottom, it was like we mentioned a while ago, you know, that Darian Ford only being a sophomore. Higginbottom's just a junior. And, well, the, and then Pulaski Academy had a little girl that I thought played lights out. And I, if you would have told me that in, her number was 12, and I don't, um, uh, I don't remember, recall her name, I – called it numerous times over the weekend but um the way that she played and then the tournament and the way that she composed herself or kept composure throughout every game and look down and see that she was a sophomore was just amazing and then and then to see that there was freshmen on the on the court doing the same thing high school basketball these days it's good times. A lot of great athletes. Great athletes. So what about 3A? Uh, Rivercrest boys in Osceola, Friday at 145. And then, of course, the girls, Mountain View and Valley Springs. Uh, that's, that game is just prior to the boys' game be at noon. Um, I, I take Rivercrest. I, I'm, I'm kind of right there with mm -hmm. Rivercrest defeated uh, Elkins. And Elkins had a great bunch with uh, uh, Paxton Barnett this year. Uh, and that Elkins bunch coached by Jared Porter. And I think we're all in agreement. Rivercrest, uh, Mountain View Valley Springs. Boys, that's going to be a good game. Girls game, Friday at noon. What are we thinking on that one? I'm thinking somebody's going to win. Okay, Valley. <laughs> uh, I'm, I've got Valley I'm Springs. Yeah, I'm taking the Tigers um, from Valley Springs. Brian, you want Mountain View. Good. There you go. All right. Pick it for me. So, Ox and Oz and Valley View, Brian Dean gets Mountain View. Valley Springs, Springs yeah. And Brian gets Mountain View. Okay, yeah. Dino. And then 2A boys, Earl and England. That's Thursday evening at 745. Uh, the girls are is Melbourne and Quitman. Uh, Earl and England. I've got England. England. Boys, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Earl, but if I'm, if I'm England student section, I'm breaking every triple-A rule there is, and I'm showing up with a boom box. And you know that song by the Dixie Chicks, Earl's Gotta Die. And boys, we sing it. Our softball kids sing it on every road trip. They've been doing it since, I don't know, I guess since the record came out. And that's just – some some years our kids yep. could actually sing. Right. Some years on the road I just dread it. So, so the question is, is, do you dread it this year, or can they actually sing I don't care if I can sing or not. They can hit. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, well, uh, they can if, play. If we're sitting in the student section in England, we're singing uh, Earl's Gotta Die. Yeah, goodbye, Earl. I'm taking Earl. Girl side, Melbourne Equipment. Uh, equipment has some athletes that you know yeah. play every sport. I'm going with Equipment. I got Equipment as well. So all of us for Equipment. At 145 on Thursday, Nevada and Izzard County. Uh, for the boys, Kirby and Viola for the girls at noon. Izzard County. I'm Izzard County also. I'm going to take Nevada. I'm going against the grain on that one. You two had this one. 
Let's see, Dean. What about Kirby and Viola? Two of the greatest names in uh, in Arkansas basketball. I'm taking Viola. Hey, Kirby. I have no idea. Well, okay, Viola. you're out on that one. Viola. You two have Viola. Okay, Ox Dean. Oz on Kirby. There we go. Boys, let me tell you, it's it's been a tremendous season, and you know, Friday or Thursday, Friday, and Saturday is going to wrap it up there at Hot Springs Convention Center. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's a great place to watch basketball. I think those folks down there do a great job running this tournament. It's good. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, you know, I'm leaving. I mean, I'm going down there Friday. I won't get to catch Thursday games, but I'm catching Friday, and then uh, Saturday. Of course, my wife wants to go to the horse races. Why not? If you get the opportunity, I let's go. May, there's a wonderful thing called Uber. And I may Uber over and watch basketball. I really want to watch these 5A and 6A games. No, I, I, don't just, blame I think it's going to be some great basketball. I will tell you, you're talking about Uber. I came back from the horse races one night with a few friends of mine. We got into the van with this young lady and said something about the radio. She said, You don't need a radio. I said, Do what? And she started singing to us. Oh, my goodness. The talent. <laughs> she, oh, she's singing to us all the way back to hotels. Good times. Good times. All right, then. Coach, anything else on basketball? I think that's it for tonight. Hey, next week, next week will be real quick. We'll touch on we'll touch on the state champions for, for each division. And uh, now then we go full speed into baseball and softball and track. So we'll take a break and uh, let our sponsors do a little talking, and then we'll be right back. Make sure to stay tuned to the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. You can now get your print on at the Ozarks. As if the Ozarks didn't offer enough, they now offer custom printed tees and embroidery in-house. That's right, in-house custom printed tees and embroidery. Have an upcoming event? Need to showcase your school pride? The Ozarks has you covered. The newest and best equipment on the market ready to print high-quality designs and graphics on almost any surface now at the Ozarks. The direct-to-garment printers print into the fabric itself to prevent cracking and peeling with the best color and quality to boot. Print on tees, canvas, leather, denim, and so much more. To top it off, the Ozarks embroidery machines produce high-quality results to display your logo with pride. The holidays will be here before you know it, so hurry on into the Ozarks and get a jump start on all your design ideas today. And while you're there, shop the best brands in women's and men's clothing lines and footwear. Dress with the style everyone desires, all at the Ozarks. Located inside Ozark Outpost and Ozark Sportsman Supply off Highway 412 West, barely out of Springdale in Tawnytown. Are you pressed for time and need something to eat? Look no further than Simple Simon's Pizza right here in Farmington. Located at 56 Yukon Way right behind the First Security Bank, Simple Simon's Pizza is open Sunday through Thursday from 11 to 9 and Friday and Saturday from 11 to 10. If you're really hungry, stop on by during their lunch buffet times of 11 to 2, 7 days a week and a family night dinner buffet every Tuesday from 5 to 8. Armed with various styles of pizza, salad, and calzones, Simple Simon's Pizza has something for everyone. Simple Simon's Pizza is a proud supporter of the Ox and Oz podcast. When you go see them, tell them Ox and Oz sent you. Everyone knows that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, so if you're in need of a jump start to your day, swing on by Bradley's Donuts at 56 Yukon Way, Suite Number 6 in Farmington. Bradley's is open Monday through Thursday from 5 a.m. to 12 p.m. and Friday through Sunday from 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. At Bradley's, we have all that you can want from donuts, kolaches, breakfast sandwiches and burritos to coffee, smoothies, sodas, and much more. Swing on by Bradley's Donuts for your breakfast or midday snack needs and let them know that the Ox and Oz podcast sent you. With high school sports from all around Northwest Arkansas, the Ox and Oz Show with Jeff Oxford and Randy Osnes. I want to welcome everybody back to the Ox and Oz Show. Before we start in on our topic, Coach, I want to take time. I want, I want to thank all of our sponsors. Well, so let me tell you, I had the opportunity to go to Simple Simons the other day, have a little lunch buffet, and I think half of Farmington was in there having a little lunch buffet. <laughs> It was a good time. Not only great, great food, but uh, a lot of good people in there having a good time. And, uh, you know, they, they treat you so well. You know, they, they they greet you at the door. And then, of course, every time they bring out a new pizza or something new to put on the buffet, they announce it to the place to let everybody know, here's, where, here's what we're having and here's what's getting ready going. There you go. <laughs> well, yeah. I stopped eating donuts. So... So now you're eating breakfast sandwiches? Cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon rolls? 
Seven rolls of Bradley Donuts, Coach. He was, probably, he was worried that I was going to say body by donut one more time. No. <laughs> body by seven roll doesn't go as well. I thought he was going to say kolaches. Yeah. We're back to the kolaches yeah. at Bradley's. Kolaches are real good. funny when you're carrying my casket in. <laughs> <laughs> Great thing about it, there's going to be like 20 of us. <laughs> That's what we're going to talk about tonight. What do you want to talk about? I, I think it's your turn. Hey, Either you or Brian Dean. Man. You guys pick something tonight. I'll I pick it all the time. This, this is, I really hadn't thought it was, this was this big of a deal uh, until as I was on my way to this tonight, um, you know, they said that the NBA, the Major League Baseball, uh, the National Hockey Association, and there was one more. I can't remember what uh, what it was. They all released a joint statement today, talking about this coronavirus. And and the guy on the radio, um, which they were, ESPN was interviewing him, and he said that you know he would not be surprised if the NCA does something you know in the fact that hey, was we're going to have the games, but it's not going to be anybody in there. But right now, what they're doing in, in, in the NBA and hockey and everything, they've shut off all access to the locker room. Only only players and um, required personnel are allowed. They still have their media, but now no media in the locker rooms. So here's my question to you, Coach. If this continues going, I mean, what happens? I mean, does it come a point where they say, hey, you, you you can't play. I mean, I just saw a thing today where they, they, they verified a case in Joplin. They verified a place over in Oklahoma, too. Or a case in Oklahoma. Yeah. I did see that with the yeah. Oklahoma. Um, you know, I, I, I listened to uh, you know, ESPNU this morning and, and also the local ESPN station, sports station. And they were talking about NCAA, talking about March Madness, maybe condensing uh, the number of uh, places that host. You know, I know there's a lots of, a lot of folks out there right now expecting to host, but they were talking about we may cut it in half. Yeah. So I mean that's uh, that's kind of tough on those folks. I mean you spend a lot of money to get things ready, and yeah. you kind of plan all that kind of like what we did for the state tournament. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of money spent. Yeah. A lot of money spent to to host that, and and the time that people put in on that, you know, was phenomenal. Coach, it's not just it's not just the arena either. You think about let's let's say let's say right here in Fevel, let's say that that they won a bid to host a regional at Bud Walton Arena. Now, yes, it affects Bud Walton Arena, but think of all the extra stuff that all the local restaurants that they've ordered to, to be able to handle the demand and the influx of, of, of uh, fans. So you're not just talking about the guys, you know, at the arena that planned all this. You start talking about hotels, restaurants. You know, all these people have ordered all this extra stuff you know, because you just can't call on day and say, hey, tomorrow I need an extra 500 pounds of tomatoes, you know, for my spaghetti sauce. <laughs> huh? Coach, you got to plan it out a little I, bit, I, man. I agree. I agree. And that's, you know, that's what's going to be tough on all this. I mean, if it continues on. But it's one of those unforeseen things. I mean, it, you know, they've had, what is it, SARS, they've had uh, Ebola. Um, you talked about the, uh, the situation, what was it, in the 80s? 1986, my 1986. senior year in high school. We're getting close to the end of basketball season. And I can't remember if it was mumps, measles, it was something. They started having a little breakout. And that was one of the things they were serious talking about canceling the last part of basketball season. Well, I just can't imagine that. I mean, I, for the kids, for the amount of time that, that you put into that, how, how bad would that be? I mean, it'd be, it'd be sad. You know, and I heard, it's a sad situation anyway, but you don't want the situation to, to go out I of heard, control. Uh, I heard LeBron, and I'm not a LeBron hater, okay? I'm, I'm not here to bash LeBron. But, you know, they asked LeBron, said, what would you, you know, if, if they said no fans? He goes, no fans? I don't play. Yeah, I didn't quite agree you with know, that. And, I mean, I'm, and I'm thinking, that kind of made me think back to 1986, if they'd come back and said, hey, here's the deal. Y'all can play, but they're only – or the referees, the players, and the coaches, and the people at the scores table. I'm good with that. Let's go play. Let's go play. I mean, that's, you know? that's the reason. I mean, when it comes right down to it, we had no one out there, you know, in the garage watching us out in the driveway when we were playing hoops two-on-two, three-on-three, and in Ricky Hudson's driveway or whatever it may be. I mean, that's mm – -hmm. and now all of a sudden we say, well, the fans aren't there, we're not going to play. Yeah. It'll be on TV. <laughs> I mean, it'll be 
How many? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I gosh, I, I just think that would be just awful. But I know that that is out there if this continues on the way it is. I just wanted to send him a message tell him there's a lot of times, there has been times in the past that there's been fans in the stands and he didn't play defense. So, <laughs> I'm just saying. There's times towards the end of the season where you get the opportunity to take your, your, your children or your child to an NBA game and, and maybe that guy's going to sit out or this guy's going to sit out or maybe two of them are going to sit out because they've already clinched the playoff spot and they don't play. Yeah. Now, boys, that's disheartening. Run over to Oklahoma City and all of a sudden you see them in street clothes. Yeah. Coach, that's rough. Every, every sport, <laughs> every sport does that with the exception of probably Major League Baseball. But you look, football does that every year. You you, you see it in the NFL, you see it in the, in the NBA. You know, basketball or baseball is probably the only sport that doesn't do that. But you're right. I would be torqued, man. If I paid 140 bucks for a ticket to go see LeBron James play and take, you know, my sons to go see LeBron and then you show up and he's not playing, I'd be upset. Uh, you know, I think all three of us here would, would feel that way. And I know that situation's happened in the past. So, uh, I don't know. It just, you know, I, I pulled some stuff up here, you know, from two hours ago on CBS Sports. And it says LeBron James should have been more tactful with coronavirus comments. I agree with that, too. I mean, we all agree with that. And I yeah. think he was just came off the practice floor or whatever it may be. And somebody sticks a microphone in your face and says, hey, tell me about this. What do you think? I mean, those kind of things now, happen. I, I've had reporters come on, you know, come off the field, whether it be football or softball or whatever it is, basketball back in the day, and they put that microphone up in your face and say, tell me about it, Coach. Well, ask me a question. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, I, I mean, here's the thing. I think, I think if, you, if you go back in time, let's say 25 years ago, Jordan, if, if this was 25 years ago, I don't know that Jordan says the same thing. That that LeBron did, if Le, you know, LeBron saying no fans, I don't play. I don't think Jordan says the same thing. I think I think Jordan says, hey, let's let's play ball. It, it's going to be, it, you know, the cameras are still going to be there. They can watch it on on TV. And, and, and this is just me personally, you know, my opinion that I think Jordan says let's still play ball. Uh, but if I don't know, there's just and I think LeBron's a great player. Um, you know, top top ten ever. Um, top we, ten, we, without a doubt. We can argue that we can argue. Top that's ten. A, that's a. You're whole saying different. LeBron James is top ten. Do you do you not think he is? Oh, I, I, he higher in top ten. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, it, the the top ten can be argued. <laughs> Have you? I, I like it when no, you two argue. When Ox and I argue, it's fun. But when you two do it, it's just comical. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't still, know. Are you like watching cartoons, or you ever watch like NBA? There is something I watch NBA. Okay, and I and I will argue. You know, I can try not to watch it until the end of the season when they all actually they actually care. But I, I really think that LeBron is in it, and I get it. Without the fans, he doesn't get that paycheck. When he when yeah, he, comes he gets out, that paycheck. When, when he, he gets that out, paycheck. But when he comes out and makes a statement, this is what rubbed me wrong about LeBron. No fans. Great, I ain't playing. Great basketball player. That's the second thing. But when he comes to Cleveland, and then when he brings out, it makes a statement. I'm taking my talent to South Beach, and just goes off and, and, and does his thing. Great player, yes. But I think he's chasing more more things, more monetary things, than. What Jordan may have done. Jordan, to me, played more for the love of the game. Listen, Jordan's payroll, Jordan's paycheck was nowhere near LeBron's. Jordan made his money on his shoes and his clothes. Sure. He never got paid what, what LeBron pays. And quite frankly, all these dudes, LeBron included, Michael Westbrook, Curry, all them dudes, they were to take about 25% of their check that they get. And send it to Jordan every month they, they because should. he's the reason that they get paid. You're he's exact, the reason the NBA is what exactly it is right. today. You guys but still, you guys still it, talking NBA? I thought we were. What are we doing? High school? It, it, this it, is not high school. It, it, it Jordan, me fired today. up. Man. Oh, we sound like ninety-two point one in the morning now. Well, let's talk about go. how much money Jordan would be making today if he was playing. I think Jordan. I think prime. Jordan's doing fine. 
I, I think, think he is too, year. but I mean, I yeah. think he'd he, be, I mean, ain't no doubt Jordan would be the highest paid player in the game. Jordan's the best player to every play. Absolutely. The game. And the people that sit out there and say LeBron is the best player are the same people that did not see Michael Jordan in his prime. You're exactly LeBron's right. competitiveness is nowhere near Michael Jordan's. You, you LeBron, LeBron has won championships. But he's won them with two and three other all stars. You put Michael Jordan won them with Scottie Pippen and never had a great big man. Meanwhile, Let's go back, back to in the Triple A, we uh, we talked about hosting tournaments and how you get the opportunity to host a a tournament for uh, a sanctioned event in Triple A. You know, which there, there's a whole process you have to go through. You, you have to first, of course, there, there's a date that you have to have everything turned into the Triple A office. So you actually have to go down there. And and there's like a bid day. You talk to them. Hey, look, we're interested in hosting this tournament. Here's why. Here's the facilities we have. And, of course, there's guidelines. You have to have certain guidelines within your facilities to be able to host the tournament, whether it be basketball, you know, tennis, track, whatever it may be, softball, baseball. There's guidelines you have to, uh, you know, criteria that you have to meet. And, uh, you know, and then, hey, what are you willing to do? You willing to give 90% at the gate? You willing to give 100% at the gate? Are you willing to give up 10% of of your concessions? I mean, it's whatever you're willing to give to the AAA to get that bid. That's how you get that opportunity to uh, to host those events. Right. And then you take an outdoor event like a softball or baseball. And just like last last year, we were down at Baseball Southside. And, and boys, let me tell you, it rained. Yes, and it yeah. rained. And it rained. And the amount of field dry <laughs> that they put on those baseball fields and those softball fields was phenomenal. Yeah. A lot of extra cost, just like with what we did. T-shirts, shirts, lanyards, things that were, you know, all the support staff wore and used. The hospitality that you put on, the parking attendants, the folks that worked the gates, the security. I mean, there's just a lot of things. The amount of folks that had to go through and work that concession. And then you had to clean it up in the night. Yep. You had to clean up the, the facility. You know, the arena seats, how many, boys? 2,900. 2,900. So you have to you have to clean up first. You have a 3,000-seat arena. And at one time, you had two and a half hours to clean it up before the next session came through. Right. Getting all those locker rooms clean. Making sure there's waters, there's there's drinks, there's food in those locker rooms for the coaches, for the players. Uh, you know, making sure that the cheer staffs mm-hmm. are taken care of. And then getting people in, getting people out. I mean, that's uh, the parking. And, and then you're talking about... Okay, we're gonna. This is gonna host during school, at certain days. Now the parking for normal high school, those kids get kicked to the, you know, like in our situation, right? You know, west of the football field, and uh, you know that's uh, kind of jaunt, pretty good little jaunt there. They had to walk to get to class each morning. Where'd they park at? Was it west of the football field or was it, it was south of south of south of football, of football field. field? So south yeah. of facility, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, it's got a pretty good walk. South of the football field. And that one little old parking lot? It's about where they Around the indoor, yeah. Yeah. Huh? Around the indoor, yep. Wow. I mean, they, now they were lined up. Yeah. But, yeah, that's a lot of cars over there. They moved them around. Sure a, lot going, a lot was put into it. Yep. And I know the folks at AAA love Oxford. And I know he's uh, he's got a few comments, you know, on this topic. I do. Just like you had a few comments yeah. about Michael Jordan compared to LeBron well, James. I'm very really happy James, that you really got him going James on that. LeBron James don't really have good no three-point shot. I'm <laughs> telling you that right now. <laughs> no, he just hits it from about 15 feet beyond midcourt. But anyway, so getting back to this, what were some of your comments that you had as far as us hosting and, and how the AAA benefits from somebody like a Farmington, like a Bryant, like a Quitman, like a Charleston, you know, these folks that hosted these terms and did such a good job? Oh, this, this may not sound like a lot of money. But I'd venture to say, and we won't throw any real accurate numbers out there, but I'd venture to say somewhere around $40,000 probably come through the gate. And out of that $40,000, probably 35, 36, 37, 38, somewhere around there, went to AAA. You know, so you're not making any money off the gate. Where you're making money is trying to find sponsors to, to help put this on. You know, fortunately for... for for us, we have some good sponsors, you know, and you th- think about the money that's spent on the food in the hospitality room, you know, and, and of course, Pagnozzi Charities, uh, Bobby Wilson, with Tony, Tony Sasseries, yeah. you know, uh, Kelly Sharp, bunch of people, bunch of different, and I know I left somebody out. Well, JJ's was, brought a bunch yeah, of stuff in JJ's, at one time. I mean, there was uh, you know, there was a lot of different uh, entities that came in and said, hey, yeah. we'll, help, we'll, we'll take care of this. We'll yeah. help you out. And, and but then still, you have the community yeah. bringing in food yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, then, a lot of 
basketball player parents, I mean, Saturday was was mainly, I mean, bringing in stuff. Then you had like a, you know, like Williams Tractor providing rangers to run people back and forth to their cars and stuff, you know. So it's it's a big production that gets put on, and you don't get no money. But what you do get to do is you get to go every night and watch some really good basketball. That's true. And, and you get to go home, sleep in your bed, and get up the next day and do it all over again. And your only benefit is if you're like we were this year and you, you had a, a girls' team uh, that was good, man, they got the advantage. Well, and that's what, you know, the big thing we talked about. If your teams are in it, then, you know, number one, they get to sleep in their own bed at night. Yep. And, and I'm sure these kids all enjoy going on these out-of-town tournaments and all that. But when it comes down to the end of the season, it's nice to stay at home and then get up next morning, go practice at a facility that you're comfortable with, you know, whether it's at a junior high campus or whatever it may be, and then come back to your own arena to play in front of, you know, 2,800 folks or however many people were there, you know, for that Saturday game. And then the money that you save, you know, you take a, you take a team of 20 out of town. Boys, it's 1,500 bucks a night. By the time you, you feed them you two feed times them and, and you that, hope yeah. that your hotel has breakfast, and by the time you put them up, uh, it's a little bit of cash for, you know, three days. Yeah. So uh, that is beneficial as far as hosting it. And, and the great thing about all these all these communities, so many volunteers, so many great people, like you were talking about, like the sponsors that, you know, throw out a lot of cash, a lot of money, a lot of support to make sure that this thing does go off well. And uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, John Purifoy did a heck of a job you know, putting this whole thing on and, and getting everybody organized and doing what he did. And then, of course, administration, coaches, faculty, the folks. I mean, it was just – it was a really, really good time. Yeah. So you got 24 teams, six classifications, four teams, each one boys and girls, 24 teams. Now, all those seniors on those teams, now you get to walk into that locker room at Hot Springs – and this is the one time you can walk in there and you can honestly say, hey, this is the last time I'm putting on this uniform. Yeah. This is it. This is the last time I'm doing it. And there's going to be 12, 12 teams that's going to be disappointed. And there's going to be 12 teams that the team, the coach, the town is going to be on an incredible high. And, Coach, you've experienced that with your softball team. You know what that's like. Um I've never won a state championship. You know, I've won some big tournaments, but never never a state championship. Man, I would love, I would love to be in the situation some of these kids are in right now. No, let me tell you. I mean, that's uh, from a coaching standpoint, you know, just to see the joy in the faces of the kids that have worked so hard, you know, to get to this point, it, it, it's, it's what coaching, all, it's coaching is all about. And Coach Blue and I used to talk about this all the time. You know, as a coach, uh, you coach to coach in big games. And, and for Brad Johnson and, and for Becky at Star City, I mean, boys, let me tell you, those folks are doing their homework right now, their due diligence, mm -hmm. and they're fired up about coaching in this game on Friday afternoon at 6 o'clock, just like all these other 22 coaches and teams are. And it's uh, it's just a it's great time. And it, it's a good time for uh, for fans. Yep. So. I know I kind of shifted the gears there, but I'll, I'll say this. As you've looked at it from a coaching standpoint, I'm going to give a piece of advice from a parent standpoint. If you're a parent and your kid's a senior, you enjoy this week. Do not look at it as a week of last. Look at it as a week of celebration because I promise you there's tons of teams that would trade places with any of these teams right here. So enjoy it. It's going to be a great time. You get to see your, uh, see your child play on the biggest stage in high school sports in, in Arkansas. And for that hour and 15, hour and 20 minutes, man, soak up every bit of it. And this, this is a scary thing. You know, my wife, my wife and I were talking Friday night that – you know, she was she was sitting there saying, "I don't know if we're going to go to the state title game if they win it." I said, "What? What are you talking about? Why would why would we not?" And she goes, "Well, Cadence is just a sophomore. She may she's not even going to see the court." And I said, "But I said it's no different than what we just did last year going going over to Batesville for the." For the state tournament 
in yeah. softball. I said, we got to soak this up. I mean, That's because right. it, enjoy it. here's the thing. I mean, here's the thing. Before we know it, she's going to be a senior. And yeah. whether or not, you know, whether or not she she plays in whatever whatever sport that we're in, it's going to be gone in a blink of an eye, and then we're going to sit there and say, I wish we would have done it. I Coach? Agree. I agree. That's that's one of those things. I mean, whether your child is the one that's the leading scorer or whether they're, you know, on the bench and just enjoying it, you know, you, you can't take these times for granted. And like I said, just, just seeing those kids – uh, the bond, the team chemistry, win or lose, how things happen and the looks on their faces and, and how much they have enjoyed this season or their career. Uh, it, it's just something you don't want to miss out on. Well, guys, anybody got anything else? No, I'm just I'm just glad that you are much better mood now than you were earlier. I mean, Brian and I are always in good moods, and you are normally in a good mood. I, was I don't know what the situation mood. was. I was in a good mean, mood until we started earlier tonight. That's what it was. We started talking about LeBron. No, that wasn't that wasn't me. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm old school like you are, and he's a little bit younger, so you know that's, yeah, that's what happens. I that's want to know how, how I said LeBron's in the top five. I didn't, and Jordan's the goat. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, well, I, I, you're right. He is the goat. And there's about three or four between him and LeBron. I would agree with that. You know, so. All right. They keep saying he's not playing. I don't know. what is that what he's saying? That's what he said. I ain't playing. I ain't, I ain't playing. playing. I would like to say this, Jeff. We we mentioned Simple Simons and Bradley's Donut, Bradley Donuts earlier, but thank you to those sponsors as well as Ozark Sportsman Supply as well. Oh, is that Ashley Archer? It is. You're talking about Ashley again. Uh, I am. She is the one that made all the shirts for the uh, support staff and everything. She did, and she she did a good job. She did a good job, a great job with that, and she's made uh, the the state uh, the ride to the finals uh, state shirts that are coming out. Uh, so, I mean, Ozark Sportsman Supply and Ashley Archer and Bradley Donuts and Simple Simons. We just want to say thank you. And if you're around town, go out and see them and tell them Ox and Oz chose to. All right, everybody, we'll see you next week. Hope everybody has a great week.